Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Monday, September 19th, 2022, and this is day 1644 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you and praise you above all others. Thank you so much, my Lord, for allowing us to go forth and fulfill the purpose you've given us for today. Help us, Lord, to not ever take it for granted. All the things that you do for us, all the blessings that you've bestowed upon us. Help us to focus in on all the good that you've done and not all the negative that is happening all around us and even in our own midst. Help us to overcome evil by doing good. I thank you, Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Today's message is Blurred Vision. Blurred Vision. You know, and many times as we get older, sometimes you know, our vision can get even more blurred, um, cataracts, or we may need some type of eye surgery, or even when you're younger, your your children, um, and some of you may have had to have glasses from the time you were uh, young. And uh, I was talking to my, my oldest daughter, and she was saying something about how she needs her glasses, even in the shower. <laughs> And it was kind of funny, but it's so true. You know, we need them so that we can see clearly. Uh, We need something to see clearly, right? So we're coming out of Luke chapter 33, verses 36. So we need, when I say we need something, we need our glasses for the physical, but spiritually, how's your vision? Uh, Again, Luke chapter 11, verses 33 through 36. And Jesus is speaking here and he says, no one lights a lamp and puts it in a place where it will be hidden or under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand so that those who come in may see the light. Your eye is the lamp of your body. When your eyes are healthy, your whole body also is full of light. But when they are unhealthy, your body also is full of darkness. So you notice that he gives us one or the other. Either they're healthy or they're unhealthy. When they're full of light, they're healthy. When they are full of darkness, they are unhealthy, which represents either heaven or hell. Uh, The work of Jesus or the work of Satan. Verse 35, see to it then that the light within you is not darkness. Therefore, if your whole body is full of light and no part of it dark, it will be just as full of light as when a lamp shines its light on you. Very powerful. So point number one, have you ever encountered blurry vision? Or maybe it's hard to see things that are far away or even things close up. You could be either nearsighted or farsighted. Or 
It could be something else going on that affects your vision. Whenever we experience this, one of the most important things we can do is to get our eyes checked by a doctor, a specialist. Jesus is saying our eyes represent spiritual understanding and insight. Evil desires make the eyes less sensitive and blot out the light of Christ's presence. So think about it. The more we see certain things, uh, so let's say it's something that does not glorify God, and that is that is our number one appetite. That's all we're taking in. Then our eyes begin become blurry. Uh, we begin to see uh, things not in the way Christ would have us to see it, depending on what it is that may be consuming us. It could even be a person that maybe you hang around with and and. You know, we're all going to have different views, different perspectives, uh, different lifestyles. But if you hang around someone long enough who does not love Jesus, who who does has no desire to serve the Lord, and all you hear is that type of communication, your vision may possibly become blurred. Uh, there are people sometimes that may look at something that's uh, it could be porn. Uh, it could be uh, playing certain games where you're killing people in the games all the time. And you look at those things enough that it begins to uh, blur your vision, uh, water down what uh, or put the light out that's within you, begin to, to make the light dim instead of bright because it's getting watered down by the things that are beginning to consume us. And so we have to be very careful and understanding our spiritual eyesight. So uh, are you having a hard time seeing God at work in the world and in your life? You may need a spiritual vision check. It could very well be your own sinful desires blinding you to Jesus Christ. And it and it's not, you know, many times it's extremely subtle. You know, it could be certain books that we read, certain music that we listen to. Not that it's horrible, but it can turn into something bad when it begins to blur our vision or dim our light. Too much of anything except for Jesus. <laughs> You know, if you just have a diet of uh, candy, you know, there is not, candy's not necessarily bad, but, you know, it's not healthy for us to eat only candy and to eat uh, a lot of it. So I have to understand my body and understanding that I can't consume a lot of sugar without it affecting me in a negative way. And some people's tolerance for sugar may be greater than mine. But you have to know this and be aware of it, acutely aware, uh, when it comes to Jesus and our light becoming dim to him. Point number two. So how do we keep our vision on point? First, accepting Jesus as our Lord and Savior is the ultimate. Then we're able to see through the eyes of Christ. Now we're able to see how he would have us to do things. 
before we came to know him, the people that we probably looked up to may have been our parents or good friends or siblings, uh, someone like that, a mentor, nothing wrong with that, but they certainly would not have the spiritual uh, impact on our lives as Jesus has. And of course, Jesus uh, works through people. So if it's someone that God is sending your way that is um, spiritually mature in Christ, that is sharing the love of Jesus with you, then by all means, that would be uh, a good uh, light to attach ourselves to. Number two, uh, we need to be getting a, a good Bible, uh, a Bible that you know, we can understand. Uh, King James versions are good, but sometimes it's hard to understand the thee and the thou and what they're talking about. So uh, getting a Bible, but it's the word of God. Um, I, I certainly like the NIV version, study Bible, so that you're understanding what the word, what Jesus is saying. Then number three, start going to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church that believes in God, the Father, the Son, uh, God the Father, God the Son, and, and God the Holy Spirit. So, you know, you may be going to a church that certainly believes in salvation, but maybe not believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. Well, you're lacking a gift, one of the gifts that God has given us in order to lead and direct our path, lead us into all truth and to equip us with the power we need to overcome our enemy. We cannot fight halfway spiritually. We need to be fully geared up to fight uh, fully. And then four, spend time with the Lord daily, ideally first thing in the morning. That's what Jesus used to do. Uh, he would get up early to spend time with the Father. And we need to do that. You may start off just a little here, a little there, but begin to be consistent with that. You might uh, start off and spend five minutes before you get started with your day. Good. You got to start somewhere, right? <laughs> I'm not saying take a whole hour in the beginning. You will begin to transition as you start. I didn't start off with a whole hour with the Lord. And, you know, there's times when in the mornings uh, I may do uh, 30 minutes. I might do 15 minutes, might do 10 minutes. But making sure that you have that quality time with the Lord every single day. But as I said, ideally, before you even start your day, before you get out there into this world system, <laughs> they can be crazy. So we need the, the spiritual strength of the Lord. And then five, obey the Lord. Allow the Holy Spirit to lead and guide your steps. And that God says, blessed are we when we obey him. And six, if you mess up along the journey, understand that Jesus uh, being, um, you know, our Savior has made a way for us to to repent and to ask God for forgiveness and 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 ask Him uh, to, you know, help us to get back on track. And then you just turn away from that sin and begin to do what God would have you to do. So repent. Don't don't beat yourself down about it and and wallow in it. Just acknowledge I messed up. Lord, please forgive me. If you need to apologize, make that thing right as soon as possible. If you need to forgive, forgive quickly. 
if you need to go have a conversation with someone to make sure that things are clear, then do that. Seven, share the love of Jesus with others. That is what we're here for. That is what the kingdom is all about, the kingdom of God, and how we are sharing uh, the love of Jesus as ambassadors of Christ. We are representatives of the kingdom of God. Isn't that awesome? Praise the Lord. I was thinking about some of the things that distracted me in my vision, and one of them was extremely subtle, and it was you know, something that's not necessarily uh, bad. It, it can turn into bad. And that was Facebook for me. Yep. <laughs> and it started off, you know, getting out there and, you know, the I'm, I'm quite competitive and, you know, trying to build up friends. And then the next thing, you know, I'm accepting every friendship offer and just so that I can get to that big number. And uh, then I start reading the different posts and taking time to comment and uh, sharing about Jesus out there while I'm on Facebook. But then after I did that, then I'd start reading everyone else's post and some of the other things going on and and seeing the hurt and the pain and, and some of the things that were not nice, some things that were extremely evil um, you let a certain person in that's a friend. I remember having to hurry up and get them off of my friends list because of the things that filtered in through that person didn't line up with the things that I believed in. And I thought, oh my gosh, or the type of pictures they would show or uh, sexually um, explicit things. And I think, oh my gosh, let me get this out of here. And before I knew it, I could be on Facebook for hours. And I'd look up, I'd start off just scrolling through, look up, there's like a whole hour that's passed or two hours. And I, and I thought, how did I get here? <laughs> and I realized, and it was the Lord showing me, the Holy Spirit showing me, directing my path saying, you need to stop because this is, this is interfering with you being fully effective for Jesus Christ to fulfill your mission, your purpose. And I had to totally let it go. Some people can do it and say, it's just for business, or I'm only going to be on for 15 minutes, or I'm a good for you. <laughs> Self-discipline in that area. For me, I had to totally get off. And every now and then someone may say, hey, check this out. Or I sent, go to Messenger, I sent you a message. Uh, but I don't spend any time on it, any days. Uh, and it's probably been two years now, at least for me. And it was freedom, <laughs> freeing. What is it that God is showing you to let it go? Uh, because it's not benefiting you. It's not a light. As a matter of fact, it's dimming your light. And God is saying, move on because he's got even greater things for you to do. But this is blocking it. Whatever that is, it's in the way. And God is saying, you're wasting time here. And it's, and it's also watering down uh, your potency of Jesus Christ within you. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says, 
that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is the key to perfect vision in the spiritual realm. (laughs) I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out uh, on TZoneKC.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth uh, workforce skills, life skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation skills, and uh, human and sex trafficking awareness. We are so grateful to you for your partnership, for your uh, donations to help us to continue this amazing endeavor of teaching our youth, our generation that will grow up to take over. (laughs) And we want them well-equipped, right? All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.